Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. FM 104's Select Irish with Louise Ty. Select Irish on FM 104 and every week we chat to an artist about the first gig they ever went to. This week I'm joined by Brian Deedy. Hello. Hi Louise, how are you doing? Thanks for having me on. Thank you so much for chatting to us. So what was the first gig you ever went to? I think the first gig I ever went to was in Connolly's of Lip. I might have been 16 or 17. These these were in those days. Um, I think it was a band called Watercress. Okay. And they were kind of like a pop punk funk band. And you had to hitch out, hitch out to, to, to left from Skibbereen and hopefully they'd, they'd let you in. Was and, this uh, a, it was fantastic. Was this a band you chose to go yourself? Yeah. Nice. It was a, I don't actually know where they were from, but they, they used to tour a lot and they used to come down to Connolly's and that was always a very popular spot. So yeah, yeah I used to love going to gigs there. It was great. What do you remember about that gig in particular? Um, I remember being intimidated by the amount of people that I was around. It was yeah. packed, absolutely packed. And I remember the 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 bass player, the lead singer was doing a kind of an intro to the song and he turned around to the bass player and he went, take it away. <laughs> and uh, I liked that. I went, that's cool, the way he said that. Mm-hmm. That's probably all I can remember and probably having to hitch home as well. Yeah, how, would that, how long would that take? Um, it depends. depends if you got lucky on you up, it. But yeah. it maybe, maybe it's about 10, 10 or 12 miles. It wasn't, it wasn't that far, but it, it, you know, there would have been a lot of people hitching out the road and you had to kind of queue up to hitch down the road as well. Oh, wow. so, different times. Yeah. At 16 though, had you already started music yourself? I, I had learned a few chords mm-hmm. and I was starting to sing. I was starting to sing in, in, in bars with my brother who was a fantastic guitarist and always has, always was. And uh, he'd play and I'd sing tunes and we'd sing like Radiohead and everything, whatever was going, Lou Reed. It was fun. It was exciting. When did you decide to take it up as a career, I suppose? Was it at that point? No, but I I was kind of obsessed with it pretty early on. And I'd be, I'd, you know, get jobs, I'd be working in jobs and then I'd, I'd, I'd always end up somewhere doing something with music, either trying to do something in a band or write songs or something like that. So it was something that, that I always ended up being at. And as time kind of went on, I just developed, I suppose, more skills and did more things. But it wasn't maybe until about... I think my first, when I put out my first album in 2009, I started to get a bit more serious about doing it. Mm-hmm. When you had the body of workout. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that kind of kind of laid a bit of a, a bit of a path down for me to, to pursue and keep, keep pushing. 
Do you remember your own first gig? Uh, my own first gig myself. Yeah, I was doing it with um, I was doing it in a bar in, in Cork City, and I had a laptop and some kind of samplers and things like that, and it was quite a dancey kind of kind of set. And I think the laptop uh, went into kind of cuckoo mode where it kept repeating the same part of the song and I didn't okay. know how to get out of it. Oh dear. So there's, been a few dis- there's been a few disasters like that, but yeah, I think that was one of my first ones. I think with those things, though, you kind of learn to to just fix it. Like you've no choice but to think on your feet at that point. Yeah, you really don't. And you can't panic even though you no. want to. Mm. And you just kind of, <laughs> I think I had to turn off the laptop and turn it back on. <laughs> so it was, it was pretty awkward. <laughs> but you kept doing it. So it obviously didn't put you off. Yeah, but uh, it put me off bringing laptops on stage. But it took me mm. a few years to to learn that to learn that properly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those those were the the early days. What has been your favorite performance so far? Uh, you mean playing? Yeah, I think um, I think one of my favorite performances was uh, we went into the gig in a church up in Sligo. And we didn't really know what to expect. And uh, we didn't know where, whether people were going to come or not. And we didn't know how the sound for a kind of a rocking set like that would work in a church. We came out and people were just so so into it mm. that it kind of surprised us and drove us for for the gig. And we kind of came off and went, geez, that was fantastic. Whatever happened in that room, you kind of live for those moments. Mm-hmm. It's some, something magic just, just happens between you and the audience. And you, do, you always hope for that. Yeah. And you're back now with your first single of 2024, Dancer in the Middle. Tell us a little bit about yeah. this song. So this song, I t- it, it came from, the uh, you know, the idea of in every town there's a guy that works all week and he just goes out to the, the local bar on a Friday night and he kind of hangs around the bar for the night. But then there's a, there's a period where he really let's go when he hears the right song that, that he's into mm-hmm. and it's just about him and everybody knows him and he just lets go. It's usually around 20 past 12, just about 10 <laughs> minutes before the band finish, but he, he can't be stopped then. And uh, it's kind of about that, those types of characters that are, that are, that are in every town. And I remember when I was, you know, young and I had my, one of my first jobs, I was working in a bar and there was a guy like that. Mm-hmm. In a, in a in a in the town I grew up in, in Skibbereen, and those characters they just pop up all the time, and they're very lovable. And people don't, you know, people don't really laugh at them. They're they're not, you know, this is their thing, mm-hmm. and and I I love that uh, they're part of the community, and they just have this moment where they they shine. I think Ireland is great for those. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Loads of them. I think every, everybody knows one of those guys. 100%. Yeah. And you're almost waiting for it to happen. Yeah, you know it's go- you know it's going to go down. Like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's the joys of of Ireland, I think. Yeah. You've also you took a little bit of time out before releasing this song. Is it nice to do that? 
Uh, it seemed to be necessary at the time. Mm. I w- I've been writing a lot over the last two or three years, but I didn't kind of find something that I was really kind of connecting with. So I've been just kind of looking, looking, searching all the time. And then I started to find music that gave me energy as well, that gave me something back, mm-hmm. that, that made me feel good or made me feel energized and free. And that kind of, that's starting to lead me in a certain direction. And you, you don't just make music that you want other people to hear. You make music that you want to hear and that, that gives you a feeling yourself. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, kind of, it's kind of a bit like self-medication or something like that. Yeah. And, and that, that's usually my guide. And yeah, it's, it's, I think it's necessary to have time out to not be in, in that kind of schedule of releasing music all the time and take a step back. And, and it always feels different than when you start coming back to it. Are we likely to get more from you in 2024? Yeah, I have another banger in the, in the oven now at the moment. Excellent. So, um, I'm going to spend this month producing it with my, my friend on watch. And I'd say springtime, I'll have another piece of music coming out. Uh, and going forward for the rest of the year, there'll, there'll be more music coming out. So it's good. It's a good feeling. Amazing. So people need to go check out Dancer in the Middle. Where's the best place they can keep to, up to date with everything you're up to? They can go on Instagram, Brian Deedy on Instagram or Facebook, Brian Deedy Music on Facebook. Um, I'm there on YouTube and uh, I think that's about it. Twitter as well. I don't know if it's Twitter or X, but I'm on on all the socials anyway and Spotify as well and all those places. Excellent. Brian Didi, thank you so much for chatting to us. Thanks a million, Louise. Good, good to talk to you again. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.